And I'll start this review by saying, ah, America, Martin. <laughs> where they say, you know what, if you, if you apply yourself and work hard, pick them bootstraps up, you know, you, there's no telling what success and wealth you will achieve. I mean, that's the American dream, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you better wake up. <laughs> or if you're white, you can just take people's shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially minorities. Mm -hmm. Nice town. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want it. Now you can stay before we burn this shit to the ground. I mean, God has already said we're supposed to have it. Oh, yeah. So you even owning it right now is really going against God and oh. it's our rights. You say you found oil <clears throat> on your land? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Boy, you funny. <laughs> Fuck out. <laughs> My oil, bitch. <laughs> My oil, punk. Oh, you want to leave? All right, that's yeah. cool. I just will um, kill you. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, y'all can stay in this town if you want to, you know, before we burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> or bomb it. Mm -hmm. Or flood it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> can you swim? <laughs> Heard you black folks don't like to get your hair wet. <laughs> and you know what? We brought on ourselves anyway for being uppity, trying to have, <laughs> trying white, to have something. trying to have white folks shit. Right? <laughs> Who you think you are? Who the fuck you think you are? You wearing hats like white people? <laughs> oh, right. I don't want to die with well, his head. You better get that hat off. <laughs> well, if I was a white man, I just come over there and take that shit right now. Now, listen. This is not an anti-white thing. In fact, this is what the movie that we're talking about deals with. White thievery. And by the way, it was made by a white man. <laughs> so <laughs> a man of cinema, old Martin Scorsese. We're talking about Killers of the Flower Moon. And by the way, some people are like, oh, that's what the movie's about? Because they ain't heard about what this movie is. I know. They heard it was three yeah. hours and 24 minutes. That, they know that. And they know it's got a title that they can't explain. Yeah, it's shit. Some people thought this was a science fiction film. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Killers of the, of the moon people. What? The moon? What? What the moon do to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Not a Pixar movie? What the hell is going on? Yeah, people. Uh, yes, this is another piece of early 20th century American history where a group of people, a race of people, again, have been set generations behind, probably in poverty for generations because white people robbed them of their opportunity. You know, once you get ahead, they're like, you know what? Oh, you got all this together? Oh, for me? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it just don't feel right that they have it and we don't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, you poor. You made this shit for me. Yeah, you just didn't know it. Get the fuck out. Uh, what is this about in detail, though? Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to do a lot of things. First of all, we're going to look at this and see if this is going to be another movie that pisses white people off. <laughs> you know, in these days, that, that kind of history don't fly. Oh, that's right. They don't yeah. like having that thrown in their face. Oh, no. Make me look like the bad guy. <laughs> How dare you? I've done nothing oh. but good things. Oh, I'm supposed to feel bad over some stuff I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we know. Listen, we know, we, we know you, you, did you didn't that. do it. But the thing is, is that people just don't like that history. Mm -hmm. You know, no, we're supposed to be waving flags and eating hot dogs, man. <laughs> but... There's that. We're going to talk about that. Is this movie going to piss people off? You know, is this movie any good? Especially with this movie being three and a half hours long. Is it worth that time sitting at the theater? Let us know before you talk about anything else about that. Well, we'll talk about that and everything else. But first, we're going to watch this trailer and we will be back, Martin and myself, with our review. Whose land is this? 
Choice coming back here. Those days are the finest, wealthiest, and most beautiful people on God's earth. They outsmarted everybody. They had the say. Rich bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they ain't no Native American dance. They just happy. That's the happy dance. <laughs> just, just bathing in the oil. Yeah, hell yeah. Shit, we white rich. <laughs> the hell with Mother Nature. <laughs> Who gets the oil? So I got a question. You like women? That's my weakness. <laughs> well, we mix these families together, and that estate money flows the right direction. It'll come to us. Shumikasi. That's how you are. I don't know what you said, but it must have been Indian for handsome devil. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you come here? I work with my uncle. Are you scared of him? Oh, he's a, he's the nicest man in the world. The Osage, their time is over. We got to take back control of our home. I was sent down from Washington, D.C. to see about these murders. We have so many deaths, we've lost count. It's just bad luck. Seems more like an epidemic than bad luck to me. Osages die by the enemy. Do not let them die alone. Evil surrounds my heart. You gotta pick a side. You love me anymore. And kill these men who killed my family. Did your wife say who she was most afraid of? Don't do something you're going to regret for the rest of your life. I ain't got nothing but regret. So to just go into more detail about what this motion picture right here is about. First of all, uh, a lot of people still don't know that this is based on a book by David Grant, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murders and the Birth of the FBI. And if you couldn't tell by the trailer, you know, well, it's uh, basically uh, Indians found a bunch of oil in their land. Native Americans found a bunch of oil in their land, the Osage uh, tribe found a bunch of oil on their land. And white people said, fuck you, it's ours. Yeah. In, more in particular, <clears throat> it, was, it was, and I say white people, it wasn't like that. It wasn't, because that's what a lot of people think, that they think this is a whole thing with a whole, you know, this, the, the whole state to turn on these, these Native Americans right here. And that's not what happened. So this takes place in Osage County, Oklahoma, in the, in the 1920s. And the Osage, tribe they were some of the wealthiest americans yeah uh, uh at the time i mean they were in the top tier of some of the richest people some of the wealthiest americans living in the country and you know the, since they were able to pretty much live like everybody else and have nice things drive nice cars you know and uh the white 
uh, citizens were not as threatened and they start to even intermarry with each other. They start to live side by side. And even work for them. And, and, even, and yeah, no, no, that's what got them. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you got a white what? A chauffeur? <laughs> Maid? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, but you know, but mostly people were cool. They would give them looks, but they'd be like, but they're rich, you know, shit we can really do. And who knows? And, and they're good people. They, yeah, they ain't bother nobody. Yeah. In fact, you know what? They they actually give money back to the, to the city, mm. man. They buy all the nice cars and all the nice jewelry. You know, listen, it's good. We don't like it. But no telling when I might need something from them. Right. <laughs> so and let money, me just shut my mouth. Money is flowing back and forth. Everybody's doing well. Everybody's fine. <clears throat> but, it's you know, good there's, enough. there's always a greedy one. Rob De Niro plays Deputy Sheriff Hale. And it should be Hale. <laughs> H-E-L, because he brought Hale down on these Native Americans, man, by orchestrating. It's H-E-L-E, actually. He orchestrated a plan. Just a whole web of murder where he got several citizens from the town involved and just murdering these Native Americans so that he could pretty much collect the money. And he would collect the money through marriage and not the marriage that he has, but his nephew marrying one of the women who, uh, uh, what was her name? Um, Molly. Molly. Molly Burkhardt. Yeah, through marrying one uh, one of the Native American women, one of the Osage women. Uh, if he married her and I don't know, people just, I don't know, mysteriously disappeared or died. Then little by little, once it got right down to it, once she's the last one, well, all that money would go to him. I mean, her. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, if something happened to her, hey, I can I can take care of all this money. for You don't you worry about it. I'll use it to raise the kids. (laughs) Yeah. And the kids will split it unless something happens to the kids. And then I guess I guess it would all be mine. Yeah, man. How unfortunate. And because he was considered local law enforcement for, you know, he had man, he, he had it down. You know, he had it to where everybody was in his pocket. No one could say anything. He had friends that could protect him. So, well, even more so, he was a friend to the Osage people. And I, yeah, I was about to say they loved him. This guy, he befriended them, spoke their language, and they—I mean, while people dying, he was the last person they suspected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, he wouldn't do that to us. Oh, sheriff, hell, he likes us, man. Uh, yeah, he was—he uh, was—he was very deep with his plotting, man. Uh, so, to get right down to the movie, the length of this film. Again, three and a half hours. People saying before you do anything else, answer that damn question for me. Is it worth sitting up there? Is it too long? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I would say it don't need to be three and a half hours long. And I would tell you near the end, I kind of felt it. God damn, this is really good. <laughs> I, mean, I was talking a lot of shit about this film, you man. You were. And I got to tell you, no. It did not need to be three and a half hours long. I could sit up there. I was editing that movie while I was watching it. In between the times I was really enjoying it. <laughs> you know, there, were, there are moments where I look at it and I say, you can snip here, cut here. You know, there's a lot if of things that could have If you had to, you could. Yeah, as somebody who has edited for a long time. I, editing was my job, so maybe that's why I think this way. But no, no. A lot of movies don't need to be three and a half hours long, and this is not one of them. But since it is, <laughs> did I have a problem with it? No. I mean, I sat there and watched it, and I'm going to tell you something. I enjoyed it. The whole time. I mean, there's probably a part near the end where I was just like, all right, I, 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 listen, I resisted for a long time, but what time is it, <laughs> you know? I only pulled my phone out to check the time just because there's a somewhat major character that shows up so much later in the film. I was like, oh, we're just now getting to that. Oh, yeah. Um, but, man, I showed up to the movie today exhausted. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. 
and it had me the whole time. I, I not only did I not really feel the length, but it it had my attention the entire time. I didn't feel sleepy at all. Oh no, man! I I, I sat up there and watched this the whole time, and like I said, I I felt the length, but it felt justified most of the time. It was only until it got to a certain point. I was like, all right, come on now. But uh, and even then, something happened after that. But uh, let me just say this: so, what exactly is it that keeps a three and a half hour movie such as Killers of the Flower Moon, what keeps it going? You know, what keeps it so good that you are watching this the whole time and not having a problem with that? Uh, you know, I had a problem with uh, Oppenheimer being uh, three hours mm -hmm. and I did not have the same problem with this at all. And I could look at this and tell you exactly what it is, why I think, you know, Oppenheimer is getting by on being Barbieheimer, <laughs> you know, instead <laughs> of, you know, uh, just taking the movie on his own. Not that it's bad. Oppenheimer is a great film, but I don't think it's, uh, I think it's heavily flawed with that runtime. Now this, let me explain to you why this works, at least for me. And mm -hmm. you can tell me if you agree or not. Uh, first of all, you're looking at this and saying, man, I don't want to, listen, I, I'm, Mark's going to say he's a great director. And I'm sure this is a great film. But this is some heavy stuff, man. I don't want to be depressed for three and a half hours, man. Okay, now let me just say this. Because some of y'all are thinking that this is some historical epic that Martin Scorsese is doing. And to a certain point it is. But for the, all of y'all who love old Marty, man, that's that gangster shit going on here. <laughs> this is this is a straight up crime uh, film right here. And it's, it's a... a, a for a lot of it, not all of it, for a lot of it, it's just a country-ass Goodfellas. You know, it's interesting because the book is written in a different structure. It's it's written from the point of view of the FBI trying to solve this mystery. Mm -hmm. So it's more like a, a mystery and a, and a police procedural. And he took it and went the opposite way with the, uh, I don't want to do a procedural. I'm going to do this the way I know how to do it. Where... It's really you're you're in the in the heads. You're you're focused mostly on these uh, charismatic criminals and watch them do it. Like you say, like Goodfellas. It's like yeah. that's that's his thing. Yeah, and if and, and listen, if you know Goodfellas, I'm gonna tell you the very <clears throat> surprising thing about this film. And this is I will say I'll, I'll admit to you, man. I I don't want to sit up there and be depressed for three and a half hours. So thank God. And two hours of it is heavy. <laughs> oh well, I would even you know what? It's heavy, but. This movie has a lot of humor, man. I was laughing surprisingly a lot in this film. And I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, they're doing, you know, straight up comedy. But no, no. no, some of these characters, some of the lines are great. Some of the characters are just so dumb you got to laugh at them. Uh, some of these characters feel so natural that you laugh at them. And they do put a lot of humor in there with the dialogue and with the characters. And there are moments in here that feels straight up like Goodfellas humor. Mm -hmm. Now, if you know Goodfellas, that's one of the fascinating things about the film is that there's a lot of just uh, a horrible, violent crime going on. And somehow, and you're dealing with these very horrible people, mm -hmm. scary people. Yeah. Joe Pesci is one of the most frightening people in mm -hmm. cinema history, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Shit, you didn't put him in a goddamn heart. <laughs> but there's some, the, even while they're committing crimes, you're laughing. And yeah. with this movie right here, you do have those moments where they're committing crimes and then they'll screw up something and you just sit up there just laughing at them, just, you know, messing this whole thing up. This supposed to be a suicide, you dumbbell. You didn't tell him to leave the gun. I don't know why I told him to leave the gun. I told him exactly to leave the gun. Just like you told him, kid. I don't know why he did it. I don't know why. I told him just like you told him. 
You told them to do it in the front of the head, and why did you do it in the back of the head? It's so simple. The front is the front, the back is the back. Man, he has to make it look like he done himself. It just looks like murder. It's not supposed to be that way. You hear? I told him the front of the head. I said the front of the head, just like this, just like you told me. I, I promise you. I promise you. I swear on my children. No, 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 no. I no, swear no. on my children, no, no, King. No. Sit on it. Sit, sit, sit. Man, don't swear on your children. Makes you look foolish. <laughs> I mean, there's a comedy right here, man. You know that I was very surprised to see a scene like that in the film. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and it keeps. You know, listen, it it is a heavy film, but it keeps it from being too depressing, man. I I promise you that if you go see this, a lot of moments like you see right here are going to keep you entertained and keep you going through this movie, man. I mean, there are moments, maybe small moments, where the humor just felt a little bit off, but they were very small for the most part. I really enjoyed how how they did it and they handled it well here. Yeah, they do. They do. It keeps it going. I, I just I felt mostly through so much of it, just in a state of uh, shifting between depression and anger throughout the whole thing. So it was nice to have some yeah. moments like that. Yeah. I got, I got to tell you, man, I want to be depressed, but I wasn't. <laughs> it's like, damn, man, thanks for making me happy, man. No, I, you know, I, 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 I really enjoyed it for that. By the way, uh, that's. Of course, Leonardo DiCaprio playing uh, Ernest. Robert De Niro's uh, characters. Uh, I, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. I can get a dad. Thank sorry, you. Sorry, sorry. You know, you like you like my mom when I was in church <laughs> trying to do my speeches and she'd be trying to talk for me. I'd be looking at her, she'd be doing the mouth. I'd like, I had to stop one time. Like, I got it, mom. <laughs> no, that is uh, Robert De Niro's character, Deputy uh, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Haley. That's his nephew, Ernest, right there. And we'll uh, talk about Leonardo DiCaprio's character in a little bit. Um, because I think he's very good, too. Speaking of which, I think that's another thing. The performances and the characters. Yes. Get you through this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've already talked about De Niro. De Niro is a uh, sheriff hell here, man. He's So he's the main villain of the movie, man. And, you know, like I said, he's just strategically plotting against the uh, Osage tribe, man, while pretending to be their friend. And it's, it's fucking diabolical. <laughs> you know, it is. It's, you know, he's... Uh, it's cold-blooded. It, no, it is, man. But the other thing is that De Niro is just so good and his constant plotting is just kind of, I mean, he's such a good villain in this, man, uh, that his constant plotting is something that just kept me engaged. Shows itself to you that Bill Smith didn't take the proper care of Minnie the way he could have. To have her sick and die, take her head rights and her land. That oil which should go to her sister's, your wife. Well, he's taking money that by rights should go to Molly. My mother, Lizzie. Not in good shape. <clears throat> she won't last. Most Osage don't live past 50. When these women die, with how Osage suffer from illness, you have to make it the head rats come to you. You see? Man, you know, he's cold, cold blooded. And tell you, man, De Niro is in top form here. It makes you wish that Martin Scorsese made a movie every year so he wouldn't have to go off and make bullshit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> God damn. I mean, y'all don't know De Niro. When you're doing that grandpa shit and all that kind of stuff, you nah, man. This is top De Niro right here. Well, man, he can't, yeah, he can't be waiting every three to five years for Scorsese to make something. That's why I just, I look, I'll, I'll deal with a three and a half hour movie every year. We can get this kind of De Niro. Mm -hmm. So he can quit doing like crazy grandpa shit. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Also, I just want to mention this before I go into another character right here. Uh, the score I thought was amazing, man. The score is really, it's not orchestrations. The score is slide guitar and mm -hmm. then every now and then, every now and uh, uh, every now and then Native American drum beats. They just don't live past 50. When these women died, with how Osage suffered from illness, you have to make it the head rights come. I just wanted to play that again so you could hear that music, the the score for this, man. I thought that that really helped. Mm -hmm. uh, and it helped, again, keep, keep, it, it keep... It keeps you in place. It, it keeps you in place. It keeps you... In, and plus, I think it's something that, again, keeps it from being... Something that could be very heavy for the running time keeps it from being too heavy because uh, <clears throat> it's just... Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a nice score, man. It's actually really... Kind of funky. <laughs> you know? I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah, that slide guitar, boy. That, mm -hmm. I mean, that really, it's it's a it's the a minimalist score. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad they didn't come in and do the 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 typical orchestration. Yeah, I feel like we've had that a lot in the last couple of years, where you're watching a movie and the slow and the uh, the score is just kind of overbearing. Yeah, and plus for a crime film, mm -hmm. I mean, listen, there's a lot of movies, a lot of crime movies that use slide guitar. Yeah. I just, you know, use blues because they also use blues here. Yeah. It's almost like Native American blues. Mm -hmm. And it just fits the it fits the <laughs> environment. It fits the nature of this being a crime film. Yeah. And, and again, I think you can be a little overbearing when you start using orchestrations with already very heavy material. Um, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, man, as uh, Ernest, you could look at him already tell he's dumb. <laughs> Boy, is he dumb. <laughs> he look like look at he look like a ventriloquist dummy right there. <laughs> I just thought he's like he's so dumb. It's like so you see how your uncle is planning all this. You don't see where this ends up. <laughs> well, that's what makes his character so bad. First of all, Ernest is dumb. In fact, he's so dumb he got his ass whipped like a little boy. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no more. You just put you'll see in the movie like he got a spanking. Yeah, like a little boy. <laughs> he dressed like a little boy. So, uh, and it's funny because when you look at his character, his character is actually uh, Rick Dalton from Once Upon a Time yeah, in yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, combined with the teeth of Candace Candy <laughs> from <laughs> Django Unchained. I was like, where do I know those teeth from? That's, that's where it's from. It's yeah. not like he took the teeth from the set <laughs> uh -huh. of Django Unchained and kept them. But just such an occasion like this movie right here. Uh, his character is dumb, but... Does not get a pass because he's he's not too dumb to know that he's doing his uncle's bidding. Yeah. And, and that's what makes him almost worse than his uncle because he, you know, he's in this fascinating position. I love that they center a lot on his character. They go a lot between uh, De Niro and him, but really it's a lot with him because I'm going to tell you, he's in the fascinating position of being, he's in love with a, 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 an Os a, a Osage woman, man. Uh, he, he He's befriending these people just like uh, his uncle it, like like his uncle's doing, man. But the whole time, while he's married to this woman, he's helping his uncle to plot these murders mm -hmm. and doing something a lot worse. I won't even say what it is, man. But that you know, when you look at him, it's just like, all right, you know what? You're dumb, but you're you're not that dumb. You're you're, you're complete slime. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's like he loves his wife, but he's also destroying her at the same time with these murders. Yeah, and it ain't enough for him to like go. Oh, I need to pick one or the other. He's just like, I'm just going to do whatever. And hey, money. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Well, Mark, you know he loved money. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he lets us know that. <laughs> Goddamn love money more. Almost as much as love my woman. <laughs> that correct. Uh, I love her. I love that more. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, depending on which day you had that. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what I want to buy <laughs> that day. You know, it's uh, 
it's also a really cool performance to watch with uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio because he is able to subtly get across that he's he's got this moral dilemma going on. I mean, it ain't much, you know, but there is a little, a slight little bit of conscience in him, letting, you, letting him know and letting us know that this is wrong. So it was really fascinating to watch this character, and I'm glad they spent a lot of time with this character. Well, <laughs> what happens is, because we've been in the age of the antihero, and it's with so many TV shows and movies, we're forced to be on the side of whoever is a bad person uh, 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 and and somehow root for them, almost a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And it's always that, well, I see this this conflict and maybe they're going to turn. Yeah. Maybe 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 they're going to work it out. There's going to be a redemption arc. And that that's part of what keeps you going. Yeah. Also, the conflict is, shit, she turns 23 next year. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> Shit. Good thing she got sisters. And 23 is kind of old. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to, trying to be nice, man. No, I remember. It's going with that girl that just graduated from high school at one Fuck, point. Man. <laughs> Damn, sister just turned 18. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, no, he puts his wife through hell, man. And that's another thing that just is really horrible to see just how he's. He's just tearing his wife apart, man, mm-hmm. uh, because his wife loves him so much. And even she doesn't suspect that he's doing this at first. So it's it's hard, man. She, and it's felt bad for her. I wanted to get her some better help, man. You know, <laughs> I knew you were going to uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, he's circling a drain on this one no, thing. I meant what I said. She, man, I really feel bad for her, yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. That's why I'm going to try to get her some better <laughs> okay. help, man. Hey, this portion of the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I just got to stop and tell y'all about this real quick because there's still a misconception about therapy. You got to have the most extreme situations to get therapy. Oh, man. Some people even, you know, they say, I got to be depressed. I got to be suicidal. Some people, I mean, they, they're insensitive with it. I got to be crazy. You know, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop that right now. Everybody has been up at night. You know, they got a lot of stuff to do and they can't sleep. Your mind is swirling. You know, you got a lot of a lot of things going on that is that's keeping you a little stressed out. That's because, hey, listen, your mind might just simply need some help getting organized. And therapy can help with that. And all those other things, yes, yes. But, I mean, everybody could use a little therapy to go in and help their brain. I mean, you exercise your muscles. You get a trainer for your muscles. You know, just think, of, hey. Think of a therapist as a trainer for your mind. There you go. Right there. there you go. Fortify your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. That is very true. Hey, listen, betterhelp.com is the perfect place to start because, first of all, it is online help, which means it's very convenient. And everybody loves that. That's why we love to get stuff off the Internet because it's so convenient. Another thing that's convenient about this, though, is that. This is something that's kept people from going to a therapist. They don't like just sit up there looking at somebody in the face. (laughs) (laughs) What you looking at? (laughs) You know, if they could, I don't know, maybe do it by phone or video call, that would be perfect. And that's what you can do with BetterHelp. Also, it's very convenient to change your therapist if you want to. If you don't feel like you you and your therapist are getting along or it's not a good fit, don't worry about it. Let BetterHelp know. They'll switch them out. Nobody's getting any hard feelings about it. No extra cost to you. Oh, and speaking of cost, it's very affordable. 
to do it too. And so many other benefits to getting <clears throat> therapy with betterhelp.com. So listen, this is what I want you to do. Speaking of cost, I'm going to save you some money here. Don't be afraid to go out there and get your mind organized. Get betterhelp.com slash double toasted. Again, go to betterhelp.com slash double toasted and get 10% off your first month. Let me spell it out for you. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash D-O-U-B-L-E-T-O-A-S-T-E-D and get 10% off your first month. I want to thank betterhelp.com for sponsoring this portion of the show. Mars gonna need some better help with all these these uh, the segues. I do. <laughs> Mars, he's copying this down right now. I need some help. This boy's getting on my damn nerves. Um, also, I want to thank all of you out there for your support. Um, going back into the movie here, and speaking of performances, I really like the character of Molly, uh, played by Lily Gladstone. Man, yeah, this is a breakout for her. No, it really is. She's gonna get nominated. I can tell you this mm -hmm. right now. First of all, she's in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. And you know it's and she gives a great performance. She's uh, she's either uh, are she's either and are uh, morally the best character and the smartest character mm. in the movie, and are the smartest character in the movie. She also is the heart of the film in this movie, man. You know she's probably the most pure character in this film. But you know I would, if I had any complaints about the movie, and it's not really that big of a complaint, I wish I could have seen her character a little bit more. You know, as uh, as the movie goes on, and there's a good reason why. I'm not yeah. going to say why, but she's she's in the movie a lot in the beginning, <clears throat> but she just starts to disappear a little bit more. You know, having small pop-ups here and there. There's a good reason for it. I only say this because she's given such a good performance. I know. You like her so much because before <laughs> things get, start to go, you know, have the downturn, uh, just the romance between her and and um, DiCaprio when they start. Oh, yeah. It's like, this yeah. is really nice. I, I, you know, I'm kind of falling in love with the, the two of them. Yeah. And she's and what's great about her is she's she's young, but she's got an old soul, man, at least for this character right here. And in the beginning, it hurts even more to see what happens later, because you're right, Martin. In the beginning, they do have a very sweet exchange as, you know, they start their courtship. Those sirens in the movie, by the way. I know. I was <laughs> no. like, wow, it's totally killing the whole effect. <laughs> <laughs> they had police sirens back then. Yeah, 1920s. Yeah, huh? 1920s, man. Well, the, keep, the cops would just stick their head out the window and go like, Woo! <laughs> I know you heard those sirens. He told me he was, he was going with Matt Williams for a time. You talk too much. No, I don't talk too much. Just thinking who I got to beat in this horse race, that's all. I didn't realize this was a race. I don't care for watching horses. Well, I'm a different kind of horse. me. <laughs> What was that? I said, shut the fuck up and drive. You yuck mouth son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, 
He's lucky he's handsome because he had no game. He had no game. He's so handsome that he even covered up them damn butter teeth that he had, man. Uh, he spent tobacco a lot to the booty too. It's funny, Leonardo DiCaprio spends a lot of his uh, of his time on screen with his bottom jaw jutted out, mm. and I couldn't tell if that was just the character. He just had chaw down there the whole time. But uh, you know, I I also really love some of the other characters in the movie that I don't know if they were actors or not. You know, they they have this uh, scene where they have a, a, oh, there it is, a Native American council come in because they're trying to figure out what are we going to do about these murders? So they get together, bring some people in from out of town, try to pull their money together to see if they can get, you know, some uh, detectives, a private uh, uh, private detectives to come in from out of town, eventually try to get the, the federal government involved. But when they get together in this council, man, it's like, it's almost like black church. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> my man right here, I don't know who that actor he was, is. He's laying it down. So I just, keep in mind, we just came out of the movie tonight. So I didn't expect to see this actor. I don't know who this actor, who this, who this, I don't know who this actor is, but I will say he is great, man. And I don't know if he's a, if he's an actual actor or somebody who just came in uh, and just did this role right here. But he, that man, what you say, he was laying it down. Yeah. That's a great scene right there. Mm -hmm. And I love how Native Americans testify. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, Black people, at least, sometimes we don't say the whole word, you know, amen, sometimes we just go like, man. But Native Americans just make noise. <laughs> 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 we need to bring in the federal government. <laughs> I was, I, you probably heard me laughing at this. Yeah, scene. I did, I did, I did. But it's a, it's a wonderful scene, mm -hmm. man. And it's one of those scenes where I said, okay, if this is the kind of scene that's making this movie long, then so be it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, you see a, a three and a half hour movie and, uh, you know, if if that's a three and a half movie and it's the Fast and the Furious or James Bond, you're like, why? This isn't art. This is just this is just this is a thrill ride. It's cotton candy. We don't need yeah. that. But something like this is actual art. It's like, OK, if you need the time, then please take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I had. Now, I'm going to say this. this is the, and I think that this is kind of cool because I think that. uh I think this is something where, you know, people kind of pick up their own th little things about the film, man. You know, they walk away with their own little interpretations because a lot of times the Native Americans, it's terrible what happened to them. There's no excuse for it. Uh, they weren't portrayed as always the best people either right. all the time. And I would even say that because they're intermarrying with the whites so much, I had my feelings about that. I was like, OK, since y'all are walking around wearing these fancy clothes and mingling with, with white people, I've just felt like now nah, you know they don't like niggas, man. <laughs> you know they you know they don't like black people. Uh, they look down on them too. Mm -hmm. So I just like I ain't saying you deserved it, but I'm saying yeah, I, you know y'all you would treat us like shit if if we were to come around, you know. But again, I don't know. But it, it was something that huh. with with the with the way some of the with the way some of the uh, uh, Native Americans were portrayed, it seemed like they were so fascinated, and it's almost like this. Kind of led to some of the murders. I'm not again. Not saying they brought on themselves at all. It was just like they were so infatuated with white looks, white culture that they just kind of had their guard down. Yeah, they had their guard down. They they felt like they had integrated. Like, hey, we're we're just like you. You, hey, I mean, anything you don't have, you look at, you go like, oh, that's fascinating. I, I kind of want that. And you guys seem to have all this, and you really enjoy it. I want to enjoy it as well. But feeling that that feeling of like, well. Now that I have what you have and we're doing all the same things, we're 
we're, we're connected. We're, we're yeah. sort of the same. And they lost that. Uh, but something I do like is that, you know, this being Oklahoma, they constantly reference the Tulsa massacre. I was going to say, they yeah. Keep coming back to going like, yeah, what about this, though? Shit, hell, they were getting, they were looking at the Tulsa massacre and getting ideas. <laughs> Shit, one character was taking notes. <laughs> yeah, bomb them motherfuckers, man. Kill them with fire. You know, there was uh, also, here's another thing. I don't know why they're trying to integrate with these crooked ass white people here. I mean, they 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 put their racism out in the open. There's a scene where they're, they're in an office and a dude got a picture of the Klan up on the wall like that's his mom. Got a dude riding a horse. They got a weird thing going on where they like they they embrace the Klan like like they're just a social club. Yeah, but but in the meantime the Klan is like, yeah, we know about these murders going on. Why hey, hey watch yourself. You know, they the Klan was going down the street. Yeah. You know, and that's another reason why I thought that like these Native Americans are embracing the Klan when the Klan is clearly terrorizing black people. So I was just kind of like, in a way, fuck y'all, man. You know, but I didn't say you got to die. I ain't saying because they look, you know, they were like, oh, look at their blue eyes. Oh, look at their fair skin. And meanwhile, they're embracing the Klan. I was like, you know, y'all are probably racist, too, man. Now, I ain't saying you deserved it, but, you and, know. And something they, they, they touch on in the movie a, a bunch, but is really in the book is how the white people. You know, they they like the Native Americans, but at the same time, they saw you, you killed a Native American. It's like, oh, it's like you just you killed an animal. It, yeah, it, they, didn't, it, they it, didn't really it, care. Yeah, but they didn't get again. They were so they were so desperate to integrate, you know, and and be one of them instead of remaining to be Native American. In this time when they didn't like them, it was just kind of like shit. You know, it's a complicated situation. I mean, again, saying that makes you sound like well, y'all had it coming. I'm not saying that, but I don't think these rich Native Americans were all that pure either. Uh, not that they didn't deserve this, no, but yeah, no, I don't. I think does. they were kind of racist themselves, man. But anyway, you know, again, uh, shows the complexities of this film mm -hmm. without having to put it out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not beating you over the head with it. No, no, not at all. Uh, I will say that the end. The okay, so the end, and that's when I looked. Uh, it hit the three hour mark, and I and I didn't I didn't know. What time it was, I just felt it. And I was like, all right, where the hell are we right now? And I pulled out my phone and saw we had the three hour mark. And then they started introducing uh, celebrities, celebrity cameos, new storylines. And I was like, oh shit, man. We, okay, come on now, what are we gonna do here? Uh, and it felt a little disjointed. But then there's a moment where it turns into Goodfellas again. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh shit, this is, this is a really, it, this scene right here is worth the wait. This is really good. Um, yeah, man. It's and it's. I'm gonna tell you the ending of this movie. So creative. Yeah. So creative. I was wondering how you felt about that. Oh, I, I I loved it. No, I, I, I thought I thought it was a great way to you know to do a little switch. The, they could have done something where they just put up black cards with you know given a description and this person went mm -hmm. on to you know they didn't do that. Uh, Martin Scorsese has he did a, an amazing creative way to wrap up the summaries of what these mm -hmm. people happen to these characters in this story at the end. I was just like, Jesus, man, that is, that's brilliant. <coughs> that's really good. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll say this with this coming out on Apple plus, I don't know if you need to go to the theater to see it. You know, I'm not, I'll say that right now. I'll, I'll say that because it's on Apple plus, I would say definitely watch it. And if you have Apple plus, yeah, by all means, yeah, this is the, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, it. But if you go to the theater, I don't. I'm not gonna say you're wasting your time. I'm not gonna say that you'll, uh, you know, you you're gonna walk away feeling like you, uh, you know, you were cheated on your time. No, it, if you see it at the theater, it's 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 worth it. It's worth it. Uh, I know that if, I, if it was a three three and a half hour movie, I would watch this uh, at home, and 
you know, give, give them the choice. But either way, however you choose to consume this film right here, uh, it is worth the watch. It is, you know, I, I don't, again, to reiterate, it does not need for me to be three and a half hours, but uh, definitely I'm glad I saw it. I enjoyed it very much and I give it a full price. Uh, well, I, I might say maybe not three and a half hours, but three hours and 15. I mean, splitting hairs. I, I certainly enjoyed it. I, I in th enjoyed seeing it in the theater. I know you can see it on Apple TV Plus. Uh, but if you do like seeing movies in a the theater, it is you, you get your money's worth. And it and not just because you get so much movie for the whatever you paid, but just because it's just that good. And it's just so rare that you get to go to the theater and see a really good movie. You get to see might see something entertaining, but not something that's that's, you know, this this good of such great quality. And and yeah, the, for the three and a half hours, I never had a lull. Or I and I only check my watch because it hit like a new, like you said, there's, there's suddenly a lot more um, famous actors in it. And it was like, well, where are we not right now? But uh, yeah, I, I got nothing but good things to say about this movie. It's a full price. Um, by the way, you won't have a choice but to see it at the theater if you want to see it immediately, because uh, that's where they're opening it first before mm -hmm. it goes to Apple Plus. Why? Because they want it to be eligible to win an Oscar, which mm -hmm. it'll be, you know, it'll be nominated. Yeah. And if by chance you're worried about it, cause I know I was it being uh, the Irishman experience. It, it wasn't. No, no. I can tell you right now, uh, the Irishman, I would be pissed if I saw that. At the yeah. Me <laughs> no, too. this right here. I, I always say that because people's time, you know, is very valuable. Three and a half hours, is a big chunk of time. So if you feel like you have to really be fit, it, it looks great. And on the big screen, I'm sure it looks amazing. But like, you know, if it's, if you can wait for it to be on Apple because you just don't have the time to do it, then all right. Then you have that option there, too. Uh, like I said, I'm glad they give you a choice. But either way, it's not a bad yeah. thing. You know, it's just. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I agree with the thing about people's time. And at the same time, people spend a lot of that time binging a Netflix show, which will be more than three hours. No, I do that. That's why I probably didn't care. I'll mm -hmm. just sit down and watch, a, you know, eight hours of a show just to do it for, you know, a review. Mm -hmm. I don't like it, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I'll do it. I'm, so I'm used to it, man. You know, so I don't know. I know what your, you know, your threshold is for sitting down and watching a movie. Uh, but you got a choice. Uh, you just have to see this first in a the theater if you just want to see it immediately. But yeah, yeah, full price, man. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. But, uh, 